Welcome to another edition of Canton Bound, the NFL half of our Campus to Canton podcast here. As always, I'm Colin, and once again, no Austin, but as the saying goes, no Austin, no problems. Uh, Our numbers are way up. Thank you guys. Thank you, everybody, for all the downloads. Please continue to download in the episode as you're listening to it. Uh, Show Austin that he really doesn't matter. Um, I may be looking for a new co-host. This suspension of his might end up being permanent if we keep putting up the numbers that we've been putting up. So thank you, everybody. Let Austin know uh, that he's not needed. We don't need him on the shelf. Um, But this episode here, we're going to talk a a lot about the Combine preview. Uh, Combine is, is currently going on as you're listening to this on Friday, March 3rd. Uh, combine's going on right now, but the players that, uh, that we care about for fantasy purposes have not yet taken part in their drill. So I'm going to let you know what to expect. Um, players that we expect to impress at this event. So don't double count it when they do players that we expect to kind of disappoint a little bit, you know, maybe not perform quite as well. Um, so don't count that against them when it happens because we are expecting these things uh then i'll give you a couple players that you know maybe we outperform our expectations and maybe underperform a couple players who maybe underperform other expectations uh close it up with some players that i think are going to see uh, a little bit of buzz coming out of this event uh whether that's you know right or or wrong Uh, i think the the community will start to start to take notice of some of these guys coming out of this event it happens every year um, but before we get into that, uh, the freshman and supplemental guide dropped this Wednesday, dropped March 1st. Uh, we got over 180 players written up in there. Uh, 180 players is about your standard 12 team, 15 round supplemental draft. Uh, we have a full write up on all these players, it's got their strengths, their weaknesses, the situation that they'll be entering with the depth chart. It's got athleticism scores, athletic comps, tiered positional rankings. Uh, so much more. It's got everything you could want in there. It's a fantastic resource. It's one of a kind. Uh, There is no other freshman and supplemental guide out there like this. So uh, order it now. Uh, If you are an NIL yearly member, you should have received an email uh, with information on how to claim your free guide uh, that you get with your NIL yearly membership. Uh, If you are a scholarship yearly member, a grandfather tier member, you should have also gotten an email you get a free guide of your choice with your membership. Uh, If you did not, if either of you guys did not receive this email, please reach out, let me know, DM me uh, either in the Discord or on Twitter at C2C Decker. Reach out, email us at campusdecanton at gmail.com. Let me know. We want to make sure you guys are getting these emails and getting the guides that that come along with with your membership. I mean, that is one of the biggest perks of those memberships and uh, we want to make sure you're getting those. So if you didn't get it, reach out. Uh, if you are not one of those members, definitely go order it now. Uh, we've been getting a lot of t- positive feedback on this year's edition. Uh, before we get into the show here, this podcast is part of the Fantasy Points Media Group, along with a ton of other great pods. You can follow them all on Twitter at Fantasy Points Live or check out the Friday Drops that recap the week in the Fantasy Points Media Group. And if you're looking for additional NFL or CFF content, Fantasy Points is a great resource for that. So head on over to there to them. All right combine preview time uh so like i said we'll start off here with players that we expect to have a good performance we expect these players to in some form or fashion crush this combine 
so when they do, be sure not to overreact to this because it's already baked into their profile. We know these players are good athletes. Uh, so we don't want to double count their athleticism when we're looking at their product at their profile. Uh, we'll start off here with Bijan Robinson, the RB1, everybody's man crush. Uh, we love Bijan Robinson, fantastic profile. Uh, and we know he's going to do well at this event. We know he's a good athlete. Uh, using the athletic comparison tool on our website, which is uh, if you go to the tools, uh, it should be one of the options on there. You can access it on the side menu as well. Uh, this tool pulls in a lot of different metrics um, and a lot of different numbers and measurables. Like, you know, if they had any reported 40 times uh, official or unofficial when they were recruits, if they had track times in high school, it pulls in that information. It pulls in you know, other track events like broad jumps and short shuttles and 200 meters and all of these other different variables. Uh, and it spits out a percentile that the, uh, that their athleticism, you know, is uh, their athleticism score. And it spits out a series of, comp uh, of athletic comps. So other players that profile similar to them athletically. Now I'm using this tool for essentially this whole episode here. So before we get into it, I do want to just start by saying that these are all, uh, high school numbers, you know, or, or other numbers, non combine verified numbers. So some of these numbers might change, but this, these are pretty reliable numbers. The athleticism score is pretty reliable overall. Um, you know, so it's, it's not the official combine numbers. It's not the stuff you're going to see on, you know, other sites like player profiler or something like that, but these are pretty reliable numbers. So I, I trust these. Uh, and I think a lot of these athletic comparisons are great. Um, now with Bijan Robinson, he was a 94th percentile athlete, uh, 90, uh, he's a 0 0.94 athleticism score. So fantastic athlete, top tier guy, uh, his top comparison. And that's the guy that I'm going to list for, for all of these players is their top comparison. Assuming I could find, um, actual athletic combine NFL combine numbers on these guys, but his top comparison is Montario Hardesty, the running back from Tennessee, uh, from 2010, his combine performance he ran a 4.4940, a 6.87 three cone, and a 41 inch vert. Uh, and he had a great RAS score, relative athleticism score, which for anybody who may not know what that is, uh, that is some work done by Ken Lee Platt, uh, a math bomb. Uh, there's rasscore.com. Um, uh, it just kind of pulls in all of their numbers and spits out a, a similar number to like the our athleticism percentile, our athleticism score. Um, it spits out a number and it gives them kind of like a grade with it. It's a scale out of 10, a 10 is a perfect score for that position. It compares them to their numbers and their score to all the other players at their position, uh, throughout history. Um, the Monterey Hardesty had a great RAS score. So he's a very good athlete. Bijan, we know very good athlete. I expect Bijan to run similar numbers, honestly, at 449. I think that's probably going to be pretty close. Um, you know, 41 inch vert might be a touch high, but you know, I would expect maybe somewhere in like the 38, 39 inch vert. I, I think he's going to have a really nice vert. He's very explosive. We know that, uh, some of the other comparisons on him on his list were Willis McGahey, uh, Marion Barber. So big guys, solid athletes. We know Bijan's going to do that. Uh, the next guy on the list here, we expect to do well, Jameer Gibbs, 
pretty much everybody's RB2 in this class or most people's RB2. He's an 84th percentile athlete. His top athletic score comparison was Jamal Charles. Um, Jamal Charles ran the combine a 43840, 6.83 cone. He also had a great uh, RAS score. So we expect Gibbs to put up something similar, honestly. I think 438, maybe a touch fast. I think maybe a 44 flat from him or a very a low 44, 44 flat, 441. I think that's probably roughly where we're going to be looking. Uh, but very similar to Charles. Uh, next up, Zach Evans. Uh, he was an 82nd percentile athlete. Uh, he had a 73rd percentile speed score. So or, um, speed score on our site there on the athletic comparison tool. So, you know, also very fast. He his athletic top his top athletic comp was Jay Ajayi. I ran a 4.5740 at a 36 inch vert, a great RAS score. I think Evans is going to run faster than that, to be honest with you. I think he's going to run on the low four fives, uh, probably more like on the four five two ish range, uh, maybe even a four five flat. I think that's probably what we're going to be looking at for him. Uh, he's very, very fast. Uh, so we, we know that. I also think he's going to have a good vert, um, probably higher than their 36 inches there as well. Um, I, I think he's pretty explosive. So, I think Evans is ultimately going to perform better than Ajayi here, but another guy that we expect to do well. Uh, another guy on the list, um, Quinton Johnston, uh, wide receiver from TCU, a 99th percentile athlete. Uh, so he top tier guy. His top athletic comparison, uh, Julio Jones. Julio Jones ran a 4.3440, a uh, 6.63 cone, 38 and a half inch vert. He had an elite. RAS score. So which was just under 10. Uh, it was above nine, just under 10. So I think Quentin Johnson is going to perform similarly there. You're going to get a lot of people who are going to get really excited about Quentin Johnston. If they're not already after they see some of his combine numbers, you know, maybe he doesn't hit four, three, four like Julio Jones did, but I expect right around a four, four flat, um, you know, probably somewhere in that range, maybe a four, four, one ish, but right around a four, four flat. Uh, and, and maybe the three comb time, not quite as good as Julio's either, but the vert, I expect that to be very good too. Uh, Quentin Johnson's going to crush this combine. We know that, uh, Keishon Boutte, another guy that, uh, wide receiver from LSU. Another guy we think is going to do pretty well here at the combine. He's an 86th percentile athlete. Um, his top scores, uh, his top comparisons were Ryan Swope, the wide receiver from Texas A&M from 2013. Uh, and Velas Jones was up there as well, but Ryan Swope had a it ran a four three four forty, a six point seven six three cone. Uh, also had a, a good vert. He had a great RAS score. We know Keishon Boutte is athletic as well. Um, now it wouldn't surprise me if we start to see some people, you know, see a, a mini buzz about Boutte after this combine. But I think overall with Boutte, we know he's a very good player on the field. We know he's a good athlete question really comes down to him is uh with maybe maturity um uh, you know given some of the things that shook out this past year i still think Keishon Boutte is, is a very good wide receiver prospect he is still my wide receiver too in this class uh, i think he is a better overall wide receiver than quentin johnson i think he has the highest ceiling of wide receivers in this class um, not named Andre Usovis, but I, Andre Usovis has an extremely high ceiling, but his likelihood of hitting it much, much lower. Um, so Keishon Boutte, essentially highest ceiling in this class here. 
The only reason I have JSN above Keishon Boutte still is because of the questions about maturity with Boutte. I don't have those with JSN. I know some people were talking about, oh, was he actually injured? Was, you know, JSN sit out the rest of the year? I think he would have been out there if he wanted to play, or if, if he could have played. I think he really wanted to be out there with his guys. Like, I don't question that about JSN. And, you know, obviously we'll never know the answer to that, but I'm not worried about it. So that's why I have JSN ahead of Boutte. But Boutte, I think, is going to get some people a little bit buzzing after this event. Uh, next up, we have Josh Downs. Uh, he was a 73rd percentile athlete. Uh, he had a 98th percentile burst. So look for good jumps from Josh Downs. I mean, Josh Downs is going to run a good 40 because he's fast. I think he's going to have a good vertical jump as well. His top athletic comparison was Tevin Reese, a wide receiver from Baylor from 2014. Uh, Reese ran a 44640, a 6.363 cone, a uh, 41-inch vert, and had a great RAS score. Uh, two of his other comparisons on, for Josh Downs were Dennis Northcutt and Deshaun Jackson. I think Josh Downs' numbers are probably going to look pretty similar to what Reese's were, honestly. A 446, maybe even a little under that. Uh, maybe like a 443 range, um, 444. Uh, but the three cone and the vert, I think, are going to be very good. 41-inch vert is is really good. So, you know, maybe he's closer to like 39. But I still think he's going to crush the vert. Uh, he's going to crush this combine. Uh, again, don't double count it when he does. Next up, uh, Zach Charbonnet. Uh, Zach Charbonnet was an 88th percentile athlete uh, in, in our score here. His closest comparison, his top comparison was Brian Leonard, the running back out of Rutgers from 2007. Uh, Leonard ran a 4.56, had a 6.883 cone and a 34.5 inch vert and had a great RAS score. Uh, another top comparison for Charbonnet was David Johnson. Uh, who ran a 4.540. I think Charbonnet is probably going to hang out somewhere in between there, probably looking at like a, a you know mid to low 4.5, like a 4.52, 4.53, still very, very good for his size. He's going to have one of the better size-adjusted profiles here. It'll be him and Bijan at the running back position um, and another guy that we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, but I, I think Charbonnet is going to have a really good combine here. A lot of people already have Charbonnet up as an RB2, RB3. So I don't think he sees a huge boost out of this. Again, it's just going to be kind of confirming what we already expect out of Charbonnet. Uh, next up, we have Devin Achain, who is a guy that everybody is really expecting to kill this event. He is a 71st percentile athlete, uh, but a 99th percentile speed in speed. Uh, this is a guy who has, you know... Uh, not border, he kind of borderline Olympic qualifying speed here. I mean, he was, uh, you know, not that far off of the Olympic qualifying time when he was at Texas A&M running track in the spring. You know, this is a high level SEC track athlete who won championships there at Texas A&M. We know he's going to kill this combine. His top score or his top uh, comparison was John Avery uh, running back from Ole Miss in 1998. Uh, Avery ran a 4.3840, a 7.35 three cone, and a 34 and a half inch vert, and had a great RAS score. Uh, other comparisons for Achain were Tony Dorsett and Chris Rainey. Uh, I think Achain is probably going to run. Achain is going to break that 4.38. I I would bet significant money on that. 
I think Achain is probably going to run pretty close to a 4-3 flat. Given his track background and his speed, I expect him to come into this event prepared. Uh, if there's anybody at this event that's going to break the Combine 40 record, Achain would be my bet. But I think he'll probably hover around like a 4-3 flat. Uh, I, th- I think his three cone is going to be significantly better than that too. I think he has better agility. It'll probably be hanging out right around a seven flat. Uh, and then as far as a vert goes, it sounds about right. Maybe you know, he's not the, m- he, he's got some bursts. He's got some explosion. Um, but another player on Devin Achain's uh, comparison list was Keaton Mitchell, the running back from Eastern Michigan this year. Uh, he is also a very good athlete. A lot of people have called him the G5 version of Devin Achain. I've seen that numerous times. And I think that's pretty, pretty accurate. You know, he had a, he's a 70, 70th percentile athlete, also a 99th percentile speed. Also, his top comparison was John Avery. So Keaton Mitchell is a very similar level athlete to Devin Achain. I don't expect him to run quite as fast as Achain at this event because he doesn't, have the high level track background that Achain does. So I think Keaton Mitchell probably looking at like, you know, like a four, three, eight 40 from him, you know, maybe even down to like a four, three, six ish. I think that sounds about right for him. Um, but still he's going to blow up this combine. He is a guy that I also do expect people to start buzzing about after this combine. Another comparison for Keaton Mitchell was LaMichael James, the running back from Oregon from 2012. Uh, next up, we have Anthony Richardson, quarterback from Florida. <laughs> he uh, he was actually a 100th percentile athlete. He had a 93rd percentile speed score. His top uh, athletic comparison was Vince Young. Now, Vince Young actually didn't uh, do any of the drills at the combine. He only weighed in. So we didn't have any numbers to go off of him. But another player that was high on Anthony Richardson's comparison list was Dante Culpepper. Uh, and Culpepper ran a 4.5240, uh, had a 39-inch vert, and a perfect RAS score. I expect Anthony Richardson to run pretty close to that 4.52. Um, maybe he, I don't know if he dips under 4.5. Uh, he is very fast, but he's also big. Uh, Size-adjusted guy, his score is going to be great. But I don't know if he's going to break 4.5. But he doesn't need to. He's a quarterback. And then in terms of the vert, 39 inch, you know, he he he's going to hit that. I, I could see him hitting 41 even. And this is a guy who, as a freshman, was doing backflips on the field. Um, you know, this is a high level athlete. And you know, uh, oddly enough, one of his other player comparisons here, just as kind of a note, uh, Brady freaking Quinn. If you looked at me and told me that Anthony Richardson and Brady Quinn were similar level athletes, I would have laughed you out of the room. Uh, but Brady Quinn actually had a uh, a elite RAS score, if you can believe it. Uh, next up, we have Kendry Miller, the running back from TCU. Uh, he is a 82nd percentile athlete. So another high level athlete there. His top player comparison was Chris Carson from Oklahoma State in 2017. Uh, Chris Carson ran a 4.5840. I had a 37-inch vert. He had a very good RAS score. Uh, and two of his, three of his other comparisons for Kendry Miller were Lawrence Maroney, uh, CJ Proceis, and Zach Evans. Uh, we talked about a little bit earlier. So we obviously expect Kendry Miller to do very well at this event. 
Kendry Miller is another guy who already has some buzz. He definitely has some truthers. I think that it's going to be hard for him to get more buzz coming out of this event, but I think he'll be similar to the Keishan Boutte where you get some mini buzz. You get some people talking about it a little bit. So be sure not to double count it when he does well at this event. Uh, next up, we have Sean Tucker running back from Syracuse. Sean Tucker is a guy that, that you know Austin and I debated about at times. Um, I have gone on record. I'm not. I, I don't think he gets day two draft capital. If he does, it's going to be the very very end of the third. Um, but ultimately, I think he's a beginning of the fourth round type of a running back. But he's a high level athlete, so it could be if he gets drafted in in the third round, it's a lot of it is part of that athleticism. Um, you know, and, and he has other good traits as well. He's a very productive running back. Uh, he's just a good running back, runs a little soft, but um, overall a, a solid player. But in terms of athleticism, 93rd percentile athlete. Uh, so very good athlete there. His top comparison was David Wilson, the running back from Virginia Tech uh, out of tw- from 2012. Wilson ran a 4.4940, a 7.093 cone, and had a 41-inch vert. He had a great RAS score. I expect Sean Tucker to run pretty close to that 4.49. He might get a little under that, maybe closer to like a 4.47, 4.46. Um, but that feels like a pretty good range for him. The vert score, probably not going to be a 41-inch vert. Um, that, that's a really good score. It's maybe closer to you know, 39. But uh, two other comparisons for Sean Tucker were Dalvin Cook and Marshall Falk. So I think those two are really interesting. Um, but Sean Tucker, another guy we expect to do well here. Uh, next up, we have Israel Abanaconda, the running back from Pitt. Uh, he is a guy that we expect to do well. Uh, big guy, size-adjusted athlete, going to p- test well at this event here. His top athletic comparison was Joseph Adai, running back from LSU in 2006. Uh, he ran a 441. A uh, 7.13 cone, a 38 and a half inch vert, had a great RAS score. I don't think Israel Abanaconda hits a 441. I think that is pretty, pretty low. I think Israel Abanaconda is probably closer to that 448, 449-ish. Um, still very good given his size. He's about 210, 215 pounds. We'll see how he weighs in. Um, but he Israel Abanaconda's other comparisons are definitely favorable. Uh, Marshawn Lynch. Nick Chubb, Jonathan Taylor, all three other guys on his athletic comparison list. So Israel Abanaconda will do well at this event. Um, and next up, we have Jalen Hyatt, a 78th percentile athlete. Um, his top comparison was Alvis Whited, a uh, wide receiver from NC State in 1998. Never even heard of this guy. His athletic scores were not that great. I don't know why he was the top comparison here. His athletic uh, testing numbers at the combine, 4540, 7323 cone, 34 and a half inch vert. He did have a great RAS score. Uh, but other comparisons for Jalen Hyatt were Stefan Diggs, Garrett Wilson, and Anthony Schwartz, the wide receiver from Auburn a few years ago. I think Anthony Schwartz is actually probably the uh, closest comparison for that I would have made for Jalen Hyatt. Anthony Schwartz ran a 4-2-7-40. I think that's a little low for Hyatt. I think Hyatt comes in the low 4-3s, though. You know, I think he's running like a 4-3-2. Uh, I think that's in his range. So definitely better than that 
five that Alvis Whited ran. Um, Jalen Hyatt's a guy who's going to absolutely tear this up. We know that. We know he's a burner. We know he's fast. Again, don't double count these guys. Uh, next up, we have uh, Will Levis, 85th percentile athlete. Uh, his top comparison was Bryce Petty, quarterback out of Baylor from 2015. I did not realize Bryce Petty was um, that good of an athlete. Now, his his 40 time was a 487, and that makes sense to me. Uh, but Bryce Petty ran a 6.913 cone, 34-inch uh, vert, had a great RAS score. So that was a little unexpected. Um other comparisons for Will Levis were Tim Tebow, Brett Hundley, the quarterback from UCLA a couple of years ago, and Chad Pennington. Uh, I think that Tim Tebow's probably a little bit closer uh, to Will Levis athletically. So, you know, probably looking at like a 4-7 out of Will Levis, 4-6, somewhere in that range. Yeah, he'll test pretty well. He's a good athlete. Uh, which is one of the reasons that people like him is, is his athletic tools, his big arm, his athleticism. So we know Levis will do pretty well at this event. Um, we also have Rakeem Jarrett, the wide receiver from Maryland. Uh, he's a 95th percentile athlete with a 93rd percentile speed, 98th percentile burst. So again, look for him to do well in the jumps here. Uh, his top athletic comparison was AJ Jenkins, wide receiver from Illinois in 2012. Jenkins ran a 439, a 6.733 cone, 39 and a half inch vert, uh, a great RAS score. I think this is actually going to be pretty close to Rakeem Jarrett. Maybe he doesn't quite break the, he doesn't quite hit 439, but I think low 44s for Jarrett. Yeah, you know, maybe like the 442, probably somewhere in that range. Uh, the other numbers, I think, are are accurate for him. He's going to test well with the jump. Um, so Jarrett's a guy that I could also see getting some buzz coming out of this event. Um, Will Fuller was also on the list of athletic comparisons for Rakeem Jarrett. Again, I don't think he's quite that fast, but if that just kind of gives you the idea of the level of athlete that Jarrett is, uh, he was also a high-profile recruit. He was a five-star guy. Went to Maryland, flashed as a freshman, and just never really got it going. He was always just solid, which is my biggest concern with Jarrett. You know, I, I like Jarrett. I didn't realize he was quite this level of an athlete. I knew he was good, but I didn't know he was a 95th percentile type of athlete. Um, but I, so this may make an NFL team like him, and, you know, he could get drafted maybe a little earlier than what I was expecting. Uh, I know Austin's never going to listen to this. So I don't have to worry about him calling it out and saying that Rakeem Jarrett is more likely to get drafted in the first than the fourth or fifth, whichever one it was that I said. I don't remember. I'm sure Austin does, but he doesn't listen, so it's fine. Uh, Tajay Spears next on the list here of guys we expect to do well. Running back out of Tulane, he was the darling coming out of the Senior Bowl, and I fully expect him to keep this momentum going. Uh, 75th percentile athlete, 73rd percentile speed. His closest athletic comparison was Jake Funk, who ran a 449, 6.713 cone, 38-inch vert, great RAS score. Um, I think those are probably actually pretty accurate. You know, a 449, 45 flat, probably pretty close for Tajay Spears. Uh, other athletic comparisons for him were uh, Travis Homer, uh, the running back out of Miami a couple years ago. He's at Seattle now. He ran a 4.48, also a great RAS score. So I think that's the range we're looking at for Spears. So I expect Spears to keep this momentum going coming out of the combine. 
the big question with him is what NFL evaluators are going to think of him, you know, coming from a school like Tulane. But I, I, given his offseason performance here and everything, and he interviewed very well from some interviews that I've seen, you know, floating around Twitter, uh, I, I am coming around to Tajay Spears possibly getting back end of day two draft capital here, uh, maybe bumping out some guys that I thought originally would have gotten it. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, next up, we have Evan Hall running back out of Northwestern. He was a 74th percentile athlete, 72nd percentile speed, 90, 79th percentile agility. His top comparison was Tashard Choice, running back out of Georgia Tech from 2008. He ran a 4.5 flat, a 6.88 three cone, a 34-inch vert, had a great RAS score. And I think Evan Hall probably looking you know, somewhere similar there. Um, his other players on his list, he had some notable guys on his athletic comparison list. Jeremy McNichols, uh, who, you know, didn't really do anything in the NFL, but he was a good college back. But then we also have guys like Noshawn Moreno, Miles Sanders, Julius Jones. So Evan Hall has a, has a nice little list there. Uh, next up, Deuce Vaughn, the mighty might running back from Kansas State. Uh, he was a 40th percentile athlete on our athletic comparison tool over at campusdecanton.com. And I, I was kind of surprised it was that low. Now, his speed was 84th percentile, which is kind of what I was expecting. So maybe it's, and I don't think it's the the agility either. I think his agility is going to be good. Uh, two of his top athletic comparisons were Danell Pumphrey, the running back from San Diego State a couple of years ago, who... Uh, I had some fantastic rushing numbers um, in his time at San Diego State. And then Deion Lewis, the running back from Pitt. Um, he also, uh, you know, played in New England there. He had a good, uh, a nice little career. Um, Donnell Pumphrey ran a 44840 uh, and had a 33 and a half inch vert. He had a poor RAS score due to the vert and some of the other athletic testing numbers in his height. His height had something to do with that because uh, that is get the height and weight measurables do get taken into relative athletic score. So I could see Deuce Vaughn having a poor RAS score, but also still performing well in the in some of these events here uh, at a 44840. He's just going to probably be not a great size adjusted athlete given his small size. But somebody who will be a great size adjusted athlete, Dwayne McBride. The running back from UAB, uh, he was an 86th percentile athlete. His top athletic comparison, Marshawn Lynch. Uh, Marshawn Lynch ran a 4.5240 at a 35 and a half inch vert. Uh, so I expect Dwayne McBride to hit those numbers pretty closely there. Um, given his size, uh, he's you know 215, 220 pounds, maybe even up to 225 by the time we check in at the combine. I'm not entirely sure what he'll weigh in at, but. Four five two feels about right for him. Thirty five inch vert also feels about right. Maybe a little bit higher, um, but probably not a ton. His other athletic comparisons: Marlon Mack, Cadillac Williams, uh, and then Journey Brown. Um, pour one out for Journey Brown, running back at Penn State, who I thought was going to have a fantastic career. I know I'm a homer, but uh, Austin even liked Journey Brown. So, and Austin hates Penn State. So, if that tells you what people kind of thought of Journey Brown, uh, he he. Probably would have been good. He ended up having a heart issue, not able to continue his career. Uh, very unfortunate there. But I just wanted to give him a quick shout out. 
Uh, next up, Nathaniel Tank Dell, the wide receiver from Houston. He was a 51st percentile athlete, uh, but a 70th percentile speed. And again, I think you know that probably has a little bit to do with the size. He's also maybe not uh, explosive in the traditional sense. Um, he's very he's very agile. Um, so his at top athletic comparison was Braxton Berrios, ran a 44440. A 6.723 cone, 36-inch vert. Uh, I think Dell will probably get really close to those numbers, honestly. Um, maybe he doesn't quite hit the vert. I'm not entirely sure there, but I, I think the the speed and the uh, agility are he's going to hit those. So I expect him to to do well there and put up a very uh, put up a good RAS score, if not great. Um, next up, we, we got a tight end here on the list. Zach Kuntz, a tight end from Old Dominion, formerly of Penn State. He's a 90th percentile athlete. 54th percentile speed, but 94th percentile burst. His top athletic comparison was Jelani Woods, uh, the tight end who just came out, out of uh, Virginia and blew up the combine last year. Uh, Jelani Woods actually has a perfect RAS score at the tight end position, a perfect 10. He ran a 4.6140 and had a 37 and a half inch vert. It, I think that's probably going to be pretty close for Kuntz. Kuntz might not hit that 4.6140. Uh, he might be closer to like a 4.7. Um, just because he's a big guy, it might take him a little bit to get going. But his vert is going to be fantastic. Um, other comparisons for him, Mike Gusecki, OJ Howard, Greg Olson. And I think Zach Kuntz uh, is going to be pretty similar to, to Mike Gusecki, where Gusecki just absolutely tore up the jumps. I think Kuntz is going to do something similar. Uh, Andre Yusovis, uh, wide receiver from Princeton, is the next guy here. 95th percentile athlete, 87th percentile speed score, 90th percentile burst. Uh, his top athletic comparison was Alec Pierce, the wide receiver from Cincinnati, who came out last year. Uh, ran Alex Pierce ran Alec Pierce ran a 4-4-140, had a 40 and a half inch vert, 7.133 cone, and had an elite RAS score. And I expect Andre Yosovis to do something very similar. Um, two other players on his athletic comparison list were Quentin Johnston and Julio Jones. So that is the level of athlete that we are dealing with with Andre Yosovis. Big guy runs fast. Um, and you know, that's what gives him such a high ceiling here, but we know he is a very good athlete. Do not be surprised when he does really well at this combine. He looked bad at the senior bowl. He looked overmatched on nearly every single rep. So I think that is something we need to take into account here. The NFL is going to draft him at some point because again, big guy run fast. The NFL likes those guys, but uh, Andre Yusovis going to kill this. Do not overcount this. And then the last guy we have, Chase Brown, uh, running back out of Illinois. Uh, he was a 97th percentile athlete, which actually surprised me a little bit. I knew he was fast, 91st percentile speed. Uh, I knew he was a good athlete. I wasn't expecting quite that high. Uh, his athletic top athletic comparison, Cedric Pierman, uh, running back out of Virginia from 2009. He ran a 44540, 40-inch 40 vert. Uh, and he had actually had a great um, shuttle, a 429 shuttle time. Uh, but he had a great RAS score. So we expect Chase Brown to do really well. That's a guy that I think could get a like kind of a mini bump coming out of this. Um, but I think at this point, everybody pretty much knows Chase Brown is going to run a really fast 40. You know, we're probably looking at that 455 or 445, sorry. 
um, that, that Cedric Pierman ran. I, I think that is, is definitely within his range of outcomes. That's probably what we're looking at there. Uh, two, uh, some of his other comparisons were Kenneth Walker, Isaiah Pacheco, Travis Etienne. So again, very good athlete. Uh, moving into some players that we expect to not perform quite as well. You know, athleticism is, is a part of their game, but it is not like the biggest part of their game. Um, so we need to not necessarily be surprised when these guys don't blow up and just, ex, uh, you know, shatter our expectations and, and and just tear up the track up there. Uh, guys on this list, Jackson Smith and Jigba, wide receiver from Ohio State. He's a 52nd percentile athlete, so a good athlete. 61st percentile speed, 96th percentile agility. Uh, which that tracks, you know, a lot of the, one of the biggest knocks with JSN is his running style, his speed. You know, he doesn't have that top end speed that you, maybe you're looking for in an elite wide receiver, but Jackson Smith and Jigba can get open and he has done it at Ohio state. So, you know, he's very quick in and out of his breaks. He's very smooth as a route runner. So the agility, I, I get that. Uh, as JSN's top athletic comparison was Quentin Patton. Wide receiver from Louisiana Tech at, in 2013. Uh, he ran a 45340, a 6.913 cone, and had a good RAS score. And I actually expect something pretty similar for JSN. You know, 453 could maybe even be up into like a 455 for him. Uh, but his he's going to hang his hat on that speed score or on that uh, three cone. And I think that's going to be sub seven, which is what we want for a wide receiver. We want it sub seven you know, closer to a 6.9, a 6.8, if we can get that, but definitely sub seven is what we're looking for. Um, next up, we have Michael Mayer, tight end out of Notre Dame. He was a 22nd percentile athlete, uh, not a, not a great athlete. He, his calling card is his hands and his route running ability and his blocking ability. So all around tight end, you're looking at more of like a, a Jason Witten, Zach Ertz type of a tight end than some of these more modern, explosive athlete mismatch type guys. Uh, Mayer's top athletic comparison was Marcellus Rivers, the tight end out of Oklahoma State from 2001. He ran a 46440, 7.043 cone, 32 and a half inch vert, good RAS score. Uh, ultimately, I do expect Mayer to, to put up similar numbers to that 46440. Feels probably about right. Um, you know, maybe a little bit higher than that, maybe like a four six six, um, but ultimately pretty close to that range. I expect him to have a decent three cone as well. Other comparisons for Mayor Jace Sternberger and Will Disley. Um, so again, not a not a phenomenal athlete, but just a kind of a do it all tight end. Uh, next up, we have Cedric Tillman, wide receiver from TCU. Uh, he is a 44th percentile athlete, 39th percentile speed score. Um, he's a bigger guy, so that makes sense, but he's not a phenomenal athlete here. Uh, I think he does probably have a pretty good vert, um, but his top athletic comparison was Bryce Butler from 2013, San Diego State. Uh, he ran a 4.3740 and had an elite RAS score, and I don't understand why he was the top comparison there. Um, so another guy that was tops on his list was Simi Cobbs, a wide receiver out of Indiana a couple years ago. Uh, he ran a four, six, four forty. I think we're ultimately going to be looking at Tillman in the high four fives. 
that's probably where we're looking at for him. I don't think he'll quite get over the four six range. I don't I think it's probably going to be like a four five eight. Um, but he's not a great athlete, and we know that's not his game. So we don't need to expect him to tear up this combine here. Uh, next up, we have Marvin Mims, wide receiver from Oklahoma. He's a 49th percentile athlete. Uh, he had a 66th percentile speed, 82nd percentile burst, and 11th percentile agility. Not great. Not what you're looking for there. Um, his top athletic comparison was Deontay Johnson. Uh, Deontay Johnson actually had a poor RAS score. Uh, now, I think that, uh, again, due to height, you know, that factors in height and weight. Uh, but Deontay Johnson ran a 4.5340, a 7.093 cone. I think the 4.5340 probably something we're looking at for Mims there. You know, I think that's probably going to be about right. Um, next up, we have Parker Washington, wide receiver from Penn State. 40th percentile athlete. He's a 54th percentile speed, 82nd. Uh, percentile agility so, and that that kind of tracks for for washington he's not a burner uh, but he is quick he's he get that's how he gets open um you know he, he creates separation within his routes you know sharp breaks nuance within there um so i i'd like parker washington's game to translate to the slot at the next level and again probably not going to tear up the combine here um, Justin Jenkins, uh, wide receiver out of Mississippi State from 2004, was his top comp. Uh, he ran a 4.6240, a 7.53 cone, um, and had a 35-inch vert. I think that Washington will put up better numbers than that. Um, two of his other top comps were DJ Foster, wide receiver out of Arizona State, and Justin Hardy, a wide receiver out of Eastern Carolina. Um, those guys put up a 4.4. A uh, four-five-seven and a four-five-six, respectively. Uh, a four, a six-seven-five, six-six-three-three cone. Uh, so I think that's probably what we're looking at for for Washington. Probably four-five-seven. Um, you know, I think best case scenario, you're probably looking at a four-five-five for him, but probably more like a four-five-seven. But that three cone, I think, is where he's going to do well. Uh, then we also have Eric Gray, the running back out of Oklahoma. Uh, 26th percentile athlete, 54th percentile speed, 24th percentile burst, 27th percentile agility. So, uh, you know, speed will be decent. The rest of the score is probably not that great. Um, Walter Reyes, uh, running back out of Syracuse, is his top comp. He ran a 4.49.40, 32-inch vert, 4.39 uh, shuttle. Hit a good RAS score. I don't think Eric Gray hits that 4.49. Um, but two of his other top comps were Jamar, Jamar Jefferson from Oregon State and Trey Raggis from Louisiana. Those guys both ran a 4.6 and a 4.6340. I also don't think he gets that high either. I think he probably settles in in that mid 4.5 range, uh, which is, you know, that's fine for him. Um, but I don't think he's going to do particularly well in the agility drills, I don't think he has that great a lateral agility. So uh, don't expect him to blow up the combine here. Uh, next up, we have Chris Rodriguez Jr., the running back from Kentucky, uh, 14th percentile athlete, 16th percentile speed score. Uh, that sounds about right for him. Not a fast guy. He's a bruiser. Um, his top comparison was Sean Drone out of UNC from 2011 
who ran a 48640. Uh, I don't expect Chris Rodriguez to run that slow, but his one of his other top comparisons was Benny Snell, the other running back from Kentucky a couple of years ago. Um, Benny the Snail ran a 46640. I think that's probably where we're looking at Rodriguez. No, I think probably like a low four six, um, maybe to up to a mid four six for Rodriguez. So again, a guy who's not going to test very well here, but we knew that we knew that. Uh, next up, we have Xavier Hutchinson, the wide receiver from Iowa state 48th percentile athlete, 52nd percentile speed score. Uh, Cooper cup was actually his top comparison. And Cooper Cup ran that six seven five three cone, uh, but ran a four six two forty. So I expect Xavier Hutchinson to run a little bit better than a four six two. We're probably looking at like a four five eight range for Hutchinson. Um, and then three cone time probably not as good as as Cups. Not that six seven five. You're probably looking at more like a seven flat for Hutchinson. I don't think he's that quite that level of lateral athlete, uh, but I think he is decent in a straight line. Um, but, uh, another one of his top comparisons was Keenan Allen for, for Xavier Hutchinson. Um, next up we have Mo Ibrahim, the running back out of Minnesota, <laughs> and he was a zero percentile athlete. I don't know if that's zeroth, zerost, zeroed, I don't know. Zero percentile athlete, eighth percentile speed score, 14th percentile agility, uh, his top athletic comparison was DiCenzo Miller running back out of Mississippi state from 2002. Uh, and I hope me naming off some of these like random players brings somebody out there, some semblance of nostalgia. And you're like, Oh yeah, I remember DiCenzo Miller from Mississippi state in 2002. And if you do good for you, cause I don't, um, DiCenzo Miller in a four, nine, seven That's just atrocious. Uh, that's like, that's, that's just flat out bad for a running back. And I, I don't think Mo Ibrahim hits a four, nine, but we're maybe looking at like a four, seven, a high four, six. It's probably where you're looking at for him. Um, and next up Tavion Thomas running back out of Utah, a 59th percentile athlete. And I was actually surprised to see that. I think a lot of that probably has to do with his burst, uh, cause it sure is not his speed. 25th percentile speed. His top athletic comparison was Tony Hunt, uh, running back out of Penn State from 2007. And I just mentioned, you know, hopefully some of these guys bring up a nostalgia moment for you. Tony Hunt brings up a nostalgia moment for me. I used to love Tony Hunt. Um, but uh, Tony Hunt ran a 4'6", 840, uh, 31 and a half inch vert, 7.393 cone. I think that's probably about what we're going to be looking at for Tavian Thomas. Um, you know, a, a high four six forty, um, not overly impressive, and and we know that we know that coming in. Um, that last up, we have Cameron Latu, the tight end from Alabama. He's a forty sixth percentile athlete, a fourteenth percentile speed score. Um, Trent Smith, the tight end out of Oklahoma from two thousand and three, was his top comparison. Ran a 48440, 35 and a half inch vert. Um, I think the 4840 probably a little slow for him. You know, maybe like a, a 48440. Maybe we're looking at like a 48 flat for him, but he is not a good athlete. Uh, so don't expect him to do well here in this one. 
I don't think he hits that vert either. A 35 and a half inch vert. Uh, don't think he'll hit that. Uh, but another one of his athletic comparisons was Mercedes Lewis. So just for somatic context there for Latu. Uh, now we'll move into some players that I think are going to outperform expectations a little bit. Uh, and first up, we have Elijah Higgins, wide receiver out of Stanford. Now, reportedly from the Senior Bowl, he did not look good. He was one of the more overmatched players there. But I think ultimately he is a pretty solid athlete, uh, 92nd percentile athlete and in our athletic comparison tool, which really surprised me. I didn't think he was that good of an athlete. Uh, he's a big guy. I know he's pretty fast. 84th percentile speed, but I was not expecting 96, 92nd percentile. So maybe, maybe he does stay at wide receiver and, and goes more of like the chase Claypool route um, rather than converting to tight end. Like I've heard some people talk about potentially being a possible outcome for Higgins. Uh, his top athletic comparison though, was Larry Fitz who ran a four, four, eight 40. Uh, he also had DK Metcalf and Traylon Burks on that list. So Elijah Higgins is a guy who's going to do well at this event. But let's not forget that he looked pretty overmatched at the Combine and just all around is not that great of a prospect. Um, Jaden Reed next up as uh, a guy, wide receiver from Michigan State, as a guy who may outperform expectations here. He was a 60th percentile athlete, uh, a 73rd percentile speed. His top athletic comparison was Josh Cooper, Wide receiver from Oklahoma State in 2012. Uh, Cooper ran a 4.6540 at a 7.123 cone and a 31 and a half inch vert. I think Jaden Reed is going to ultimately beat those numbers. Uh, I think his 40 time is going to be a mid 4.5, mid to low 4.5. Three cone is probably going to hover right around seven, maybe even break that. Um, Reggie Roberson is another player who's an athletic uh, on, on Jaden Reed's athletic comp list who ran a four, five, three, 40. And I think that's maybe a little bit closer to what I'm expecting out of Reed, you know, that four, three, four, five, three, four, five, five range, but nobody's really talking about Reed. Um, so I think that, you know, his performance at this combine, especially again, I, I think he's going to do well in the three cone, um, is, is going to, you know, raise a little bit of eyebrows for him. You know, it'll get a little bit of people talking. Um, next up, we have Trey Palmer, wide receiver from Nebraska. He was a 50th percentile athlete, 57th percentile speed. Uh, his top athletic comparison was David Reed uh, out of Utah in 2010, who ran a 4.640, a 6.953 cone, and a 37-inch vert. Uh, if you have listened to this show or any of our shows that I've been on long enough, you know that Trey Palmer was one of my guys heading into this year. And I think he is a good athlete. Um, he was started out at LSU as a wide receiver, kind of got buried in that deep wide receiver room, uh, and then ended up going to Nebraska this year and having a fantastic year. I think he's a good athlete overall. Uh, he's going to beat that 4.640 that David Reed ran. I think, again, you're probably looking somewhere similar to the same range as Jaden Reed, you know, 4.53, 4.55, somewhere in that range. That, that 6.953 cone, I think, is also going to be right around where, where Palmer's at. Uh, I think Palmer's going to have a good three cone. Uh, he'll probably do have a, have a decent vert there as well. I'm thinking that Palmer will also be similar to Jaden Reed where they, you know, get a little bit of buzz, you know, get a couple people talking about him after this event. Uh, JSN is also actually on Trey Palmer's athletic comparison list too, just for reference. Uh, and then last up, uh, last guy that I think might outperform expectations is Puka Nasua. Wide receiver from B 
BYU. He was a 48th percentile athlete, 54th percentile speed, though, and 74th percentile burst. Uh, his top athletic comparison was DeAndre Hopkins, a 45740, a 6.833 cone, 36-inch vert. Um, I think all of those are very well within his range of outcomes as well. Maybe not quite a 6.833 cone, but I expect it to be sub-7. So I think uh, Pukanasu is going to do well. Uh, he looked good reportedly in the first day of the Senior Bowl and then did not participate after that. So we haven't seen too much of him throughout this offseason process. Uh, moving into some players that I think will underperform expectations. Uh, and a lot of this does have to do with their athletic scores here in our, our athletic camp tool uh, on, on our athletic comparison tool at campus um, Jordan Addison was a 37th percentile athlete, uh, which actually surprised me now 73rd percentile speed. I get that. That makes sense. Um, his athleticism numbers are low though. His top athletic comparison was Joe Adams, a wide receiver from Arkansas in 2012, who ran a 45540, a 7.093 cone, a 36-inch vert. Ultimately, with Addison, I think he is going to run closer to a 4.5 flat than what a 4.55. And I think his three cone will be um, a, a, a bread around seven, maybe a sub seven as well. I don't expect that vert number to be all that great though. You know, 36 inch, I expect that to be down, but I think a lot of people are expecting Jordan Addison to fly and to, to do, to be fast. And that's not quite his game. Uh, he is fast. Uh, he can stretch the field, but he's not a burner. He's not in the, uh, he's not in, in like the Jalen Hyatt realm or, or even Josh Downs really. Um, so I think Addison might underperform a little bit. I still think he's going to do well. He said probably hover right around a four or five flat um, and, and do well in the three cone. But I, I don't think he's going to have people buzzing after this. The next guys on the list are all guys that I do think are uh, not going to perform particularly well. Um, Charlie Jones, 18th percentile speed score or 18th percentile athleticism score, 59th percentile speed. Uh, his top athletic comp was James Quick out of the uh, University of Louisiana, or I'm sorry, you know, the University of Louisville. Um, at, at a 2017, he ran a 4640. Um, his other comparison was Mario Manningham, who also ran a 4640. Uh, so I don't, he's not particularly fast. Now, where Charlie Jones makes his hay is in the uh, in the athletic or in the uh, agility drills. So I do think he's going to get you know right around that seven second three cone time. Um, but he's not going to blow up the combine here. And, and I don't think he's going to get too many people talking about him. Uh, next up, we have Darnell Washington, the big tight end out of Georgia. He's six foot seven, 42nd percentile athletes, um, but 23rd percentile speed and 16th percentile agility. And I think that sounds about right because Darnell Washington does not move particularly well laterally, as you would expect from a six foot seven guy. Um, he does run decent in a straight line, but I, I've seen some people talking about how they think he's going to kill the combine here. And then, you know, maybe the Ravens take him in the first round. And I don't necessarily think he's going to crush this combine. 
His top athletic comp was Courtney Anderson, a tight end out of San Jose State from 2004. Uh, Courtney Anderson ran a 48340, 7.863 cone, a 30 inch vert. Um, I think he'll probably run better than a 4840, but we're probably looking in the high four sevens, honestly, with, with Washington. I don't think he's going to run a four five or a four six or anything like that. You know, Jelani Woods tore up the combine last year and he ran a four six one. Um, I, I don't expect Washington to do that. He's not that fast. And the three cone time, again, he, he kind of turns like a battleship at times. So he's not particularly agile. Don't expect him to do all that well. Uh, so I expect him to underperform what, what people are talking about based on Twitter. Uh, next up, we have Rasheed Rice, wide receiver from SMU. Another guy that I don't think is going to perform quite as well as what people are, are thinking and hoping. And I've seen a lot of people hyping Rasheed Rice up this offseason. Uh, but he's a 23rd percentile athlete, uh, 25th percentile speed. His top athletic comp was Connor Werner, wide receiver out of Duke from 2013. Uh, he ran a 4'6", 840, a 6.933 cone, 32.5-inch vert. He had a poor RAS score. Uh, there wasn't really anybody else of note on his on Rasheed Rice's athletic comp chart either. Uh, ultimately, I do think he runs better than a 4'6", You know, I, I think Rasheed Rice is probably looking at like a high 4'5", maybe like a 4.59, maybe a 4.6 flat. Um, the three-cone, I don't think he's going to get sub-seven. Um, so I don't think, and he's, he's not as big as what he was listed. You know, he was listed at SMU, I think it was six, three and he weighs, it measures in at the senior bowl at six, one. So at six, one, we want him to be more athletic and that's just not quite his game. Um, he's a, a more of a jump ball guy. Uh, so, uh, you know, contested catch guy. So I, I don't think his profile doesn't, uh, doesn't translate quite as well as what we would have hoped when he was, it was better when he was six, three. Now that he's six, one, we want him to be a better athlete and that's just not his game. Uh, next up, we have Kenny McIntosh running back out of Georgia. Uh, and this was another guy that kind of surprised me at, at how low he was on the athleticism here. I, you know, I know he's not a high end athlete, but I thought he was a good athlete. I mean, he returned kicks at Georgia. Um, you know, he ninth percentile athlete. 10th percentile speed, 46th percentile burst gives a glimmer of hope there. But uh, his top comparisons were Rich Alexis, a wide a running back out of uh, Washington from 2004. He ran a 467, 40, 7.423 cone, 32-inch vert. Uh, another one, two of his other comparisons were Ricky Waters and then Letty Brown, the running back out of West Virginia last year. Uh, Brown ran a 46440. 7.13 cone, 30 inch vert. I think that's probably more along the lines of what we're looking at for Macintosh. You know, um, I, I think probably like a four six, maybe a four six one in the 40. Um, three cone won't be sub seven, it'll be probably be like sub probably like seven one, seven two. I think his vert will be decent ultimately. You know, he'll he'll probably be a guy who ultimately ends up with a good RAS score, but a lot of that is gonna have to do with his his height and weight. Um, then we have Dalton Kincaid, uh, 40th percentile athlete, 17th percentile speed. I thought he was a better athlete than that. So that, uh, intrigues me a little bit. His top athletic comparison was Clive Walford, uh, tight end out of Miami in 2015. He ran a four, seven, nine, seven, three, two, three cone, 30 and a half inch vert at a poor RAS score. 
Um, ultimately, I do think Kincaid probably runs, say, 4-7, maybe like a 4-7-2. I think he's going to run faster than than the, what Walford did. Um, but, you know, a lot of Dalton Kincaid's game is predicated on his receiving ability and his, you know, uh, ability to because he can't really play in line. He's a little bit small. So for a guy who doesn't really play much in line and really gets his makes his hay receiving, you'd want him to be a better athlete than that. So I think he's going to disappoint a little bit. And then last guy who I think might disappoint a little bit is uh, Jonathan Mingo, a 30th percentile athlete, um, 27th percentile speed. You know, he's never been in a great athlete, um, but these numbers did surprise me here. Uh, I, I did think he was a better athlete than that. Um, his top comparison, um, Vince Maley, uh, wide receiver out of Washington State, who ran a 4.6740. I think Mingo will probably run a little bit faster than that, but I, I do think we're probably looking at like a 4.6 flat. You know, uh, it's probably closer to what we're looking at there. So Mingo is not a guy who's going to perform particularly well here at this combine. So I don't think he's going to be able to get. Uh, much buzz going here heading into the offseason because he didn't get that much post senior bowl either. Uh, and I apologize, I lied. I actually do have one more guy that I think is going to disappoint a little bit, and that is Zay Flowers, uh, wide receiver out of Boston College. I know I've seen a lot of people talking about how he he bulked up, he put on like 12 or 13 pounds of muscle since the end of the season. Uh, people thinking he's you know gonna be out here and, and be Antonio Brown. And then that's, uh, that's not necessarily um, a great thing. If he's Antonio Brown, Antonio Brown didn't have the best uh, of combines. Um, you know, his, his combine was fine. He ran a four, five, six, 40, um a 6.983 cone which is is solid you know it's not going to blow anybody away but it's it's checking some boxes here um a, a 33 and a half inch vert again solid but not going to blow you away um that was his combine score now he ran a 448 at his pro day um so take that for what it's worth but you know, a lot of people, like I said, a lot of people coming out here saying they think Zay Flowers is going to be Antonio Brown, and I expect closer to those numbers at uh, uh, from from the combine. Um, Zay Flowers' top athletic comp was Patrick Edwards, wide receiver out of Houston from 2012, who ran a 4.5740, 7.123 cone, 33.5 inch vert, and that was enough for him to have a poor RAS score. I think ultimately Zay Flowers probably runs in like the 4.53, 4.5. You know, uh, somewhere in that range, I don't think he breaks for uh, I don't think he gets into the four fours like some people are hoping that, that, and thinking that he might um, three cone again, probably going to be, you know, right around seven, I think. Um, so that'll be OK. So he's going to perform decently. I think he's going to be similar to Jordan Addison, where he'll he'll perform OK. Uh, it's not going to be a negative for him, but it's not going to be the positive that some people think it might be. And then last up, um, a, a couple guys here I think we might get some buzz post combine. You know, I talked about some guys who might get some get a little bit of buzz here, a little bit of buzz there. I think Dwayne McBride actually too is a guy that 
you know, when I was talking about him, I didn't mention it, but I think he's going to get buzz coming out of this as a big guy who is going to run well. Um, but a couple other guys who I think are going to get buzz Cameron peoples, the running back out of, uh, Appalachian state. Now he's an 83rd percentile athlete, 80th percentile speed. Um, some of his athletic top athletic comps, James Starks, the running back out of Buffalo from 2010. Yeah. You know, played in green Bay for a while. Uh, he ran a four five flat 40. Uh, he had a great RAS score. And then, you know, Matt Forte was another guy who was on Cameron people's comparison list. Um, Matt Jones, the running back out of Florida, who was at um, Washington for a while. So I think Cameron people's is going to test well here. You know, he's a bigger guy. He's six one, probably, you know, like two fifteen ish. Um, so he's big. He's going to run well. He's going to have a good size adjusted speed score. I think he'll probably get close to that four or five flat. Honestly, uh, he is fast. So uh, people, you know, I, I think he might be a trendy sleeper coming out of this, uh, out of the combine here. Um, next up, we have Roshan Johnson, the running back out of Texas. And there's already been a little bit of buzz for Roshan uh, as, as a, you know, potential sleeper. Uh, and I think he's going to do pretty well at this combine. Uh, he's a 73rd percentile athlete. Um, 60th percentile speed. His top athletic comparison was Darren Evans, running back out of Virginia Tech from 2011. Uh, he ran a 4.6240 at a 35-inch vert. Ultimately, I think Roshan Johnson is going to do better than that. I think Roshan Johnson is going to be a high 4.5 guy, probably like a 4.58, uh, 4.59, somewhere in that range. But I think he's going to have very good vert numbers. You know, we're probably looking at like a 37-inch vert. You know, maybe maybe even 38. Um, a couple other his comparisons were uh, Darrell Williams and Buck Allen. Um, so a couple of guys who had a you know a cup of coffee in the NFL there, and and I think. Roshan Johnson, like I said, he's been getting a little bit of buzz, and I think that's going to continue as he has a a good combine. He's not going to blow anybody away, but when you people start looking at the size adjusted numbers for Roshan, I think that's where you're going to get the buzz. And then two wide receivers here before we get you out of here: um, Joseph Ngata, wide receiver from Clemson. Um, he is a 91st percentile athlete, the 91st percentile speed score. Uh, he, Jay, Hugh Chesson, the wide receiver out of, uh, Michigan, uh, from 2017 was his top, uh, comparison there. And he ran a four, four, seven at the combine, a 6.73 cone. He had a good RAS score and two of other players who were on Joseph and um, uh, comparison tool here were Alec Pierce and Devonte Parker. You know, and Alec Pierce was was up there when we were talking about, um, you know, when we were talking about Andre Yusovis earlier, Alec Pierce was on the, it was his top comparison there. So Alec Pierce, very good athlete. Uh, those are good athletes on Joseph Ngata's list there. So I think he's a guy who's going to perform pretty well here. And then, you know, you're going to get that Clemson wide receiver buzz from him. He's a big guy as well. Uh, he's about 6'2", 6'3", range. We'll see what he ends up measuring in. But that's a guy that I think is going to get some, some people who maybe weren't necessarily paying attention to college football all year or for the past like two years. And then they see a wide receiver from Clemson blow up the combine. I think he's probably going to get some hype here. Uh, and then last uh, up, we have Dante Demas, the wide receiver from Maryland. Now he was an 80th percentile athlete, 73rd percentile speed. 
will you know he he didn't look quite the same this year coming back off of that knee injury from uh two years ago so we'll see what he ends up running but i do think he is a good athlete uh his top athletic comparison was seth williams uh from auburn 2021 who ran a 449 um he had a good ras score as well two of his other comparisons kenny Britt, jordy nelson also guys who are, are good athletes so you know, assuming Dante Demas is fully healthy here, I, I think he's going to run pretty well. Uh, and then if he does, I think you're going to get some people who who start talking about him as a trendy sleeper. You know, they go back, they look at his stats, they see he had, you know, some good stats his, his sophomore year uh, and his junior year prior to that injury, uh, and then just didn't do quite as well his senior year. But all right, that is going to do it for us here tonight. Again, don't forget to go get your copy of the Freshman Guide available on the site. Uh, it'll be listed in the sidebar under 2023 Draft Guides. Um, that is available now. Uh, $20. It is well worth the money. We have heard people say that already in the Discord. Um, so go get that out. But thank you guys for bearing with me here tonight. As always, I'm Colin, and have a good one.